Hi everyone, this is Gireja, a linguistic by profession, a language enthusiast you can say. You're tuning into my podcast named Bahubhashik Talks. Bahubhashik Talks will invite language experts from all over the world. These experts will talk to us about languages, culture, literature and people. Hope you like it. Thank you so much. Hi Rashan, how are you? How are you? Uh, yeah, I come from China and <laughs> I'm a universal interesting name. And uh, I will, next semester, I will do my exchange semester in South Korea. And uh, so, so in this, in this summer vacation, I start, I start to learn some Korean, but it's, it is not easy because Although you guys know China, like Chinese is the most difficult language language in the world. So maybe it's easier uh, it's easier for Chinese people to learn other language. But no, because from my personal experience, like every Chinese character is totally different from each other. So every Chinese character is unique. But why why the Korean like Korean only have like forty I, I can't remember clearly forty uh less or more uh, letters so every Korean in my eyes in Chinese people's eyes is very similar with with each other so um but uh, but actually I study in Singapore University so I have a lot of Korean friends and they say when this uh, when they study Chinese, they found every Chinese character is unique. So it seems like they have nothing in common with each other. So they feel very confused. But but me, in Chinese people's eyes, Korean in my eyes, it seems like every Korean are very similar with each other. So I can't distinguish it. So right. it's quite interesting. Oh, okay, okay. I can understand. Even in fact, I would like to tell you that when I started learning Chinese, I also had the same perception like if we found that why why there are so many characters, why I have yeah. learned so many characters and why they can't have simple A B C D and A to Z script and make it so simple. But now yeah. that it is also must be very difficult for Chinese to, you know, learn and adopt any foreign language because the structure itself is very different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually uh yeah but in chinese people's eyes like we not we we not we don't think like each chinese is like unique and it's very like different character in chinese people's eyes no because we learn it from like when, when we was uh, when we were like children so it's it's okay in chinese people man it's very easy to remember it but also like I also can speak English and uh, English is also my like second language and uh, I oh my my I make a lot of effort to study English because my university is a signal foreign university so before I enter in this university I don't know like I just don't know these uh, universities teaching language is English but I don't know I need to speak English. So it's like before I enter in this university, I never speak English and I have no chance to speak English because in Chinese university insurance exam, a national university insurance exam, like we only have listening part, writing part and the reading part. We don't have 
like in my province, we don't have speaking part. So after I entering this university, it's a quite tough process for me because I can realize I can't speak English. And uh, I caused almost two or three years to try to improve my English. Yeah, especially for speaking. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And I think oh now I here I can see oh your name is written as Chao Ching, but you know I've seen a lot of people ideology behind that. Oh my, well in my name, my name my name is Chao Ching. In the um, but actually these two these two character is also have like same. I have like same character. It's called Ru. It mm. means because uh. Because my mom, before I have this, before I have uh, have this name, I have another name. But my mom seeing seeing like uh, af uh like after I I will go to study in senior school and I need to change my name because it's my hometown culture. Uh, like uh, children will have uh, have a like a family name or nickname. But after they enter senior school, high school, they will have an official name in their family member man. So we need to change our name. And so, but it's, it is a very serious thing in my hometown people's thinking. So we go and find the pre prediction teller, pre predictor, oh. <laughs> and ask, ask uh, like him, like, how about my future? And this prediction, uh, prediction teller say, well, I can say in your life, because in Chinese traditional culture, we have like five elements. Uh, every people have five elements. It's called soil, water, fire, uh, like gold and uh, wood. So this prediction, this prediction teller say, uh, I like some fire. So, so I need some fire in my life. But, it, but actually, if I just uh, just uh, like use a uh, fire character in my name, it, it means the prediction teller tell me like told me like if you uh, the, if you use use fire, it will die out one day. But if you use sun, it will never die out. So that's why my name have like uh, uh, like the character it represents some because some also can connection have some like have some connection with fire, but it will never die out. Every day we have some, and uh, that's my name meaning. It's I a very agree. interesting story. That's very interesting. I agree, and I think uh, every name has some or the other such interesting stories in China. I mean, what all I know is uh, Shanghai because it is based on a uh, sea, like above sea. That is why that from there the name comes the shang yeah, itself yeah. means above and high is ca and i think same goes with fighting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like this yeah maybe yeah. some people the their lives are lack of water so they they prefer to have like high yang shui like this type of uh, character yeah. Oh, okay okay that's interesting that's that's interesting and now since we're talking about uh, culture and how important culture beliefs exist in china whatever i also know when i was studying i believe that the cultural roots have given a lot of importance in that in in your country so what such cultural beliefs you would like to share with all of us today which are a little uh superstitious according to you um i think the most like the biggest the biggest difference 
uh, 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 about culture uh, uh, between Chinese and India, I think it's about like our thinking about religion. Because in Chinese people, man, almost like the vast majority of Chinese, we are atheists. It means we don't believe God. We don't believe, like we don't want to be a religious person. But for, I, but I know in India, like religion is a very, very important thing. It seems like a lot of India, they cause, like they pursue religion and they follow religion rule in their whole life. But in China, we don't like being a, being a religious people is not very popular in China because it's about two things. The first thing is we are Confucian social environment. So, and we have strong Confucian culture. And in Confucian notion, it mentioned that not believe ghosts or God like this. So it's like a very, very strong culture root in, in Chinese culture, root in Chinese culture. And also we have socialism education and we call it Marxism education. Uh, and it it have like the main idea of Marxism is tell Chinese people like we live with we must believe science and history so that's the core core notion of Marxism so most of Chinese people we believe science we believe history and uh, even if you try to let Chinese people believe something, like Chinese people will believe their ancestors. So I think it's a, like a biggest difference between Chinese people and India. Uh, they, there were um, some sort of a murals which were placed and the mural looked like a mirror and a scissor. Ah, So yes. I would like to know it's what like is It's like Chinese traditional religion. It's, I think it's not about religion, it's about like Chinese culture and this native Chinese religion, we call the Dao. Mm -hmm. Dao, it means, it's also talk about some, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it, I, I believe it connect, it's closely connected with our like Confucian culture and our ancestor, ancestor like we, we, we believe and this religion also emphasize on um, like culture uh, ancestor and believe our ancestor culture and the confusion confusionism culture so it's not very have like very strong be believe about god we live we need to believe god no chinese people believe their ancestors because in chinese people man we think like if we believe god and god and and god need to deal with a lot of people's wishes every day but they but actually how i can let god to like to um make my make my wish be achieved first so i i prefer to believe my ancestor because after they died and they will believe they will become some unnatural power and this kind of power because we have some relationship and this uh like daughter or maybe grandmother, like this kind of things. So they will achieve my wish first. That's Chinese people thinking. So we oh. like we have we prefer this kind of con connection and relationship. 
Okay, okay. So basically, to go back to your roots and sort of finding a uh, god yeah, somewhere yeah, outside. Yeah. Yeah? And Chinese people also is like Chinese society is also a relationship society. So relationship mm-hmm. yeah. is very like yeah, it's very important in Chinese people mind. Yeah, and I think it is also not only in terms of personal relationship, but also in business front. I think Quanxi has been played a lot of importance and has been talked about Quanxi, a lot. So, so in Chinese people, man, we also think, yeah, we need to have some Guanxi with God so God can believe us first. But actually, no, we don't have Guanxi. So because in God, like before, uh, like if in God, like everyone is equal. So you don't have any relationship with God. So God don't need to achieve your wish first. That's why Chinese people believe their ancestors because we have like some relationship. Right. And and what are the festivals uh, which Chinese people really uh, enjoy? Uh, I think except other than New Year, the Golden Week, what are the festivals Chinese people really celebrate? Hmm, Spring Festival? I think is it, um, in my mind it's a most important festival for Chinese people. Because you know Chinese people are always diligent, so we we almost never have a rest uh-huh. the whole year because we're so diligent, we want to make money and we don't and also for Chinese people we are not religious people. So we don't go we don't need to go to church and do worship one uh, like every day or something. So uh we but uh, but actually for people do need some do need some time to relax so uh chinese people will choose and also china is a very big country so for a lot of chinese people they will move to other place to live and have a job so a lot of people they are not in their hometown so at the spring festival they will back to their hometown and have a reu- reunion meal with their family members and share their their feeling and have a have rest together mm-hmm. and i think i also i have heard from a lot of um lot of my lawyers that in china whenever there is a new year uh and the family is all together people are here back to the village if it is a celebrated which is festive which is to be celebrated with your family actually and then there is one coin which is being placed in one of the chowsers which people eat and then whomsoever gets that chowser with the uh, coin is supposed to be i mean his ear is going to uh, be a really uh, flourishing ear is it is it true yeah i mean uh, yeah 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 cuz like for for chinese people spring, spring festival is a, like most important festival in chinese people also in my mind cuz so we will we'll, like we always celebrate together and have fun together and also especially for young generation yeah it's a it's also most important festival in general in young generation because young generation will receive red pocket stuff with money from older generation and they can use this uh, this like money in pocket to buy everything they want to buy so that's why in young generations people man this uh, spring festival is also the most important festival yeah okay okay and i think i think i remember i very clearly remember you reaching out to me and you know talking about how how you love india and how rich you find indian culture so you know i would like to also understand how india is perceived in the minds of common chinese people 
Well, but actually for in in like normal Chinese people's mind and Chinese people will think India is a very big country with tons of population. And uh, this is like first impression. And also also like, cause, uh, cause maybe I have a lot of friends, they study abroad and uh, uh, because actually they study abroad and they are all foreigners and the first group of like biggest group of uh, uh, biggest group of study abroad study abroad people is Chinese and the second group is India yeah, yeah. right so yeah. India also have a lot of students they study abroad and uh, and I have like third impression is India people very good at computer coding and uh, their English very their English speaking very good and they are very smart <laughs> like this type of things so they are very like very diligent when they studying and I seem I like we call it like yeah it's very yeah same like same character with same personality and the character with chinese people because chinese people all, all also like study study yeah. hard like yeah, this yeah. type of thing yeah 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 also since we're talking about this uh, india and china i think chinese food if you uh, have to ask me it's very popular in india though uh, it is very much has been indianized and they have completely changed the um the soul of it by adding a lot of Indian spices, but it is still sold under the tag of Chinese food, be it noodles, or momos, um, of different varieties of soups, which are very famous in China. So have you experienced any Indian food in China? No, because actually, I think for, we have different eating habits. I think this it is the most important thing because our rice, type of rice is totally different because in mm -hmm. like you can see the Chinese rice is like more close yeah. and but in uh, like India Indian rice is kind of like yeah you guys like eat like this but yeah. we use chopsticks and uh, and spoon and so it's I think like it's a totally different eating habit and uh I never tasted Indian food before because I and and also like we don't have Indian restaurant in my city. Um, maybe it helped, but I never been it before. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my feeling. And uh, but actually, my friends they study in London, and uh, they say in UK there are a lot of uh Indian restaurants. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you can eat very delicious India meal in United Kingdom. Who knows? I've never been it before. Okay, okay. But I think so with my experience when I was in China and I ha I was fortunate enough to, you know, taste a lot of different delicacies of Chinese food. The basic difference I think is between the sort of spices we use in our Indian dishes versus the sort of spices people use, I think anywhere outside the world. Uh, for Indians, I think uh, you people eat very bland food. It is completely testless for us because the, the, the version of the food which we are used to, it is very spicy compared to what you actually eat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like for Indian food, you guys will put a lot of oil and a lot of like elements, some spi like spi 
spices or species spices maybe spices and uh, spices yeah spices put a lot of spices and yellow uh yellow spices i don't know what is uh, what is this name but like yellow spices red spices like mm -hmm. like this so in chinese in chinese people's food we don't like we not get used of like this uh, so much spices and with a like very strong color because our spices color is relatively like uh not so heavy as spices in india food color because in chinese people say if you put a lot of like red color spices it will be some it seems like will be very spicy yeah 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 it could be i think it could be for any for india is a very diverse country if you ask me there are a lot of religions every state has a different language every state follows different sort of or some or the other uh not only languages some or the other different festivals and different food so yeah yeah, yeah. i know this because actually i heard that india have a lot of languages yeah and although like the official language you guys still have official language but it, there is a still tons of india who can't understand the official language yeah. and they still speak their native language and yeah i, I know this is but it, it although it like it's one country but a very diverse country like china because yeah. we still have a lot of minorities and uh, but actually religion because india is still have is have a lot of religion and uh, different religion different religious people have different eating habits it is very important i only want to eat chicken meat i only eat chicken meat and i don't want to eat beef or i am totally a vegetarian but in china we don't have like this kind of very big uh different kinds of like eating habits for chinese people we just like we eat everything yeah oh, okay. and uh re for religion since like you guys very strict follow with your religion so you guys say i don't eat this i don't eat this i don't eat this but we are not very relig religious so we say well we can eat everything yeah <laughs> okay okay yeah i okay so we also do eat everything but uh, there are again, as you said, there are a lot of varieties of people having varieties of eating habits. Some only eat eggs. Some only some are non-vegetarian, but uh, they don't eat uh, fish. So you will find that there are a lot of complexities involved. Yeah, it's there. very complicated. So actually, um, actually, I the I know India have a lot of totally vegetarian yeah. and never eat meat. Yeah. Yes, but actually, if you have this kind of eating habits, you can't live in China because in China, there is like we don't think I because if you go to restaurant and you say I uh and uh, maybe you, in India you say oh I need to know this does does this food have meat or or, or other things, but in China we think this this type of question is totally unimportant right. we don't yeah. focus on it uh -huh. a lot of people in india also learn chinese as i told you earlier uh, and the, now chinese has become one of the most preferred language to learn by a lot of people for many reasons so what message you as a native would like to give to all those people to learn that language how it is going to help them and how they're supposed to remember so many characters and tones and everything 
You mean like you mean the foreigner? I mean the nerd Chinese very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, actually, um, I think uh Korean people is uh Korea, um, Korean people is um most uh the there are group of people relatively good at studying Chinese in my university because uh they are like more talented than foreigners from other country because. Our vocabulary have similar pronunciation, and uh, uh, before, before, like, uh, before, um, in ancient, in ancient Korea, they use Chinese as their national yeah. language. Yeah. So I think Korean people is the most talent, talented foreigner I ever, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I ever seen in my university, and also they are very diligent. And there are there are very famous joke in my university. Like the the most diligent group of person is Chinese, India, Korea. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Our society, uh, are all like all very competitive. In China, we have like very competitive society. That's why everyone Chinese people want to a master degree. And and I also know in India, India also very competitive, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, also in Korean, Korean, Korean society is also very competitive, competitive society. So that's why Chinese, India, Korea are very diligent, right? <laughs> okay, okay. But then uh, still, how how you would like to you know any tips you would like to share with people who are learning Chinese right now? How they can go about it? I just don't say from my personal experience, because hmm, I'm not like Chinese. Because <laughs> yeah. my my mother language is Chinese, exactly. So I, can I can't understand. feel like the difficult process for uh, the foreigners they facing when they learn Chinese. So I just want to re make a recommendation, like make friends with Chinese people and uh, go and study in China. And uh, yeah, I think this is the most important thing. And uh, try to interested in Chinese culture. And uh, for example, like China study major, like this type of things. So okay. try to make friends with Chinese people. But actually, it's not easy to make friends with Chinese people. <laughs> I, I can feel it. Yeah, uh -huh. even Chinese people. Um, hard to become friends with Chinese people. Yeah. Right, right, right. And also, I think I heard Chinese is a gender neutral language, what I have heard of. So, I think even names, or, or, I mean, the Chinese names can be a girl's name and a boy's name. Then you simply can't differentiate just by reading the name. So, how do you guys guess if it's a guy or a girl? Yes, actually, we have some character. It's just for girls. Only girls will have this type of, will use in this type of char character characteristics uh in their name for example like uh actually every chinese uh, character is unique and it right. has a lot of meaning it have a mm. lot of meanings mm -hmm. so for example a uh, team yeah, yeah. it means uh, this this character means this girl is very beautiful who, how can boys use right, this right. word? It's very beautiful right. in their name. Yeah. So, so 
for some for, so, so to use some characters and radicals specifically to identify that it's a, a guy or a girl right yeah yeah I- thank you so much rochelle it was indeed an insightful conversation about china thank you thank you so much everyone for all the love you have been showering on my podcast i am literally grateful you can follow me on spotify amazon music and apple tunes as bahubhashik talks so that whenever i upload an episode you will instantly get a notification thank you bye bye stay tuned for more interesting stories